Welcome to Blind Tag, the wrestling show for people who don't watch wrestling. I'm your co-host, Rondo Volano. And I'm your co-host, Matt Raddick. Thank you for joining me in the studio, Matt, as hey, you always pleasure. do. Uh, we have a lot to talk about this week because Elimination Chamber is this Sunday or today when you're listening. I guess we don't really have a lot to talk about, but we have to yeah. run down the Elimination Chamber we card. Out what's going to happen after Elimination Chamber. I mean, you would think that this would be a big deal because this does kind of have a lot of implications for what's going to happen at, at WrestleMania. At the WrestleMania, yeah. You know, the, 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 the granddaddy of them all, the great poobah of wrestling. The greatest showman the starring greatest Hugh showman Jackman. The starring Hugh Jackman. As Roman Reigns. As Roman Reigns. <laughs> Roman Reigns is Hugh Jackman as P.T. Barnum in The Greatest Showman, WrestleMania. The Greatest Showman, Vince McMania. Uh, so before we get into all that, I do have a, a question for you. Yes. Because this is something we've talked about off the air. Yes. And it's something that I'm interested in because I don't really care about what's happening with the wrestling. Yes. But I do care about what's happening with the announcers. Mm-hmm. And so I do know that our, our two favorite announcers... Uh, Corey Graves well, and Booker T. Sure, uh, were feuding. Our one favorite announcer. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, they were feuding, and so Booker T has moved on to uh, a, a better. He's in a better place. He's in a he's in a better place. Yeah. SmackDown. Uh, no, he's just on pre-shows now. Oh, he's oh he's <laughs> he's not even on the fucking show anymore. <laughs> oh yeah yeah. Oh, well, well Corey Graves is, is on SmackDown too. So if if Booker Smackdown just moved two? over, yeah, he's on SmackDown too. Electric Boogaloo, and uh, if. Uh, if Booker T was also on SmackDown 2, Electric Boogaloo, then they would just continue their beef. But sure. No, so what, not exactly. So here's here's what I know. Uh, they, they, they parted ways. The WWE split these two men up. Yep. Um, then there was some, some infighting on Twitter, mm-hmm. some calling, calling each other out. Because yes, Corey's yes. gimmick is that Booker is a big, dumb idiot, and Booker's gimmick is that Booker is a big, dumb, big idiot. dumb idiot. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, so Booker on <laughs> yeah like, the, the gimmick is that Corey thinks he's a big dumb idiot and uh, Booker is a big yeah, dumb idiot exactly uh, and so Booker has some sort of radio show that may or may not be a podcast and yeah I don't know exactly how that works either I think it's I think it is like a radio show but it is like for it's also a podcast kind of thing okay you know so it's I mean? like an NPR yeah. show it's like that so Booker called Corey out and said he'd beat his ass in real life on the street if he saw him. yes. Something like that. The, the crux of this is that Booker T got got moved to pre-shows, and because uh, he's bad at his job. Well, and everybody thought it was specifically because Corey didn't like him, and because Corey had beef with him. They've had a lot of sort of on-air beef, like that. That's been, I guess, like part of their gimmick. It has been that, like, I mean, as we said, Corey thinks Booker's a big dumb idiot, and Booker is like constantly putting his foot in his mouth. Yeah. Um, but like. It came off a lot of times like Corey just like really didn't like Booker T. Like Booker T was never like Corey, you're an idiot. But Corey was often like Booker, you're a fucking idiot. Like it, it, it happened very frequently. Um, so when Booker got moved, there was a lot of sort of scuttlebutt that it was all because Corey said he didn't want to work with him anymore. And then they started kind of like tweeting back and forth at each other and uh, and and saying that like you know kind of saying that the rumors were true. And then Booker said something on his radio show as you just mentioned about how he'd like beat his ass if you ever saw him in the street um and then there was something about how like booker like kind of sort of called Corey out and was like i'll like you know i'm happy to talk about this with you anytime if you want to get on my show and Mm -hmm. Corey was like twitter time and place motherfucker or something like that over twitter but yeah over twitter but it it was a little bit more polite than that Corey also like took a couple digs at him on uh on the actual broadcast which was pretty funny um but yeah it was it was all like pretty subtle things but anyway 
the, the, the all, broadcast of of wrestling of wrestling, of SmackDown, yes, on yeah. like Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, um, he would just say like you know something something something. Booker's an idiot, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that classic diss. Um, anyway, it all concluded recently because uh, Corey did end up going on Booker T's radio show, and I th- I don't think you saw what the conclusion. No, was. No, I, I, I'm so excited. Yeah, uh, it was all at work. Oh 100%. man, hundred percent. Like what happened? Like they just went on and like I I watched like a two a twenty second clip of the whole thing, but it was just like the two of them just like laughing about it like ha 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 i can't believe people actually thought we were feuding or whatever blah 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 it was all this kind of stuff they actually like apparently have made it out to be like kind of sort of saying that it's cool because people still care about wrestling and still like care about it enough to like believe in to, stuff yeah like to this. buy into it kind yeah of. which which is like kind of a cool point and honestly i think it's it's a like a really a pretty well done sort of like meta feud because like for a minute like it was all that the wrestling internet was talking about was like, you know, do they actually hate each other? Do they actually not get along? Like what's going on with these two kind of thing. So like, I do think it was like interesting in that. And I wish that WWE would kind of do more of that stuff, like more than just like having wrestlers do just like an off tweet. That's like, Hey, at Sasha Banks, I don't like you. Oh, Nia Jax Hashtag WWE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nia Jax is pretty shady, like, regardless of, of what of WWE prompting her or anything like that. So is Booker T not really a bad guy idiot? Well, I, I mean, I think he's I think he's pretty dumb. Okay. I don't... Th- he's I don't... bad at announcing wrestling matches. <laughs> he, uh, he, he is very bad at announcing wrestling mas- matches. Uh, I think he's, he's, he's a very good wrestler, but he's like pretty, I think pretty bad at talking. I don't really give know. Me, give me your best Booker T. No, that's not going to happen at all. <laughs> give me your best. The book- only Booker T line I can think of involves the N-word, and I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Booker T very famously uh, said the N-word on broadcast television, and it, it's, it's an incredible clip because he immediately realizes what he does and just covers his face and like sinks backward into the frame. It's like the Homer Simpson like retreating into the hedge, know. but in an actual TV broadcast. I like, I... Wild. Whenever I hear Booker's voice, I he sounds like he just got finished eating a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> and, like, I can't imagine being able to do that voice. But he, he sounds like uh, fucking uh, Schnitzel from the show Chowder, if wow. you've ever nope. watched it's that. Way over my head. Now, oh, he's just a, a big rock monster. And the only <laughs> thing the only thing he says is, rada, 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 rada. <laughs> and that's whenever I hear Booker T. See, I just that's think a pretty of, good Booker T impression. I just think of Schnitzel uh, <laughs> announcing the... Uh, the matches. One of the weirdest things that Booker T does is the other, is the other thing I think of for Booker T impression is he just says something like like they're looking good, and he just says like <laughs> good really loud and like calls it a calls it a trademark. Oh, he also says uh, things that uh, he ca- he has a shucky ducky quack quack moment of the week. That's another what thing what is that? For. It's something that they do. I don't know the origins of this phrase at all. I'll have to look this up for next time, but. Uh, he said, like, they have, like, a, a graphic for it, and, like, like he, it'll I've come never up, seen this. It'll, it only happens on, like, pre-shows, but, like, they'll uh. be like, like, Booker, who do you, like, what was your favorite thing that's happened this week or whatever, and he'll be like, well, I'll tell you my shucky-ducky-quack-quack moment of the week. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There's, There's the my Booker, Booker T. <laughs> and it was good. <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty rotten. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, so apparently it was all a work, and and wrestling is still real. Oh, it's still real to them. Why Why are they okay with being on this other show that isn't a wrestling show and just completely breaking kayfabe? But even on Twitter, they, they won't They're do They're kind of like playing into it. Because they just wanted people to listen to Booker's show? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, it's not a WWE show, right? 
No, it's not at all. It's a, just like a, a bo- Booker has like a radio show in Houston where he's from or something like oh, that. Oh, God. He like, it, it, in his little, he someone interviewed him about it and he was like, we were like 14 minutes short on the broadcast and I just had to like keep vamping to, you know, make our sponsors and our like radio station happy or whatever. So we just kind of like started talking and then I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'll just talk about this Corey Graves thing and like just kind of went off on him. And he said it was like mostly just to like fill time. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Had to get that ad revenue. <laughs> Wow. So yeah, there wasn't like any like real like reason to it or anything like that. Um, he just it just said like it it kind of came up and he just kind of like went with it. Um, but yeah, he said like he said it was really cool that like everybody was like writing about it. You know, it was like Forbes, USA Today, SB Nation. Everybody was like picking it up. Um, he said uh, what this proves is wrestling is still alive. The angles are still alive. The storylines could still be valid if one played them properly. So, who said that? Booker T. That's a good. That's a good quote from it is Booker. A, it is a good quote. Yeah, I say it like Booker T. What this proves <laughs> is <laughs> never doing that again. <laughs> Uh, all right. Like I said, we have to go down the um yeah, the el- elimination chamber card. Uh, first, one more thing: the mix match challenge has continued this week. Mm, yes. Uh, we had team the the robe warriors, the robe warriors. Sasha Flair and Bobby Roode, mm-hmm. both wearing robes. Bobby made a joke about he got his robe from some guy that uh Charlotte, Charlotte might know. Did I yeah. say Sasha Flair? Huh. Maybe. maybe that's an interesting sort of sort of. Sort uh, of fantasy of mine. Yeah, a ship. <laughs> a ship of sorts. <laughs> That's my OTP. Uh, no, Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Bobby made a joke about getting his robe from uh, Ric Flair. Yeah. So I guess that was a That's thing. That's fun. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Beth Phoenix was saying on the broadcast that uh, Bobby Bobby Roode is like a huge fan of Ric Flair, which, I mean, doesn't Oh, really he kept like me. trying to do the strut and yeah, stuff. It was yeah. funny. And he's, so she was saying like this is probably like a pretty big moment for him to sort yeah. of be a part of the storyline, which, you know, cool for him. Whatever. I guess be happy if that's your thing. The other team was uh, Nia Jax and Apollo. Not Apollo Crews. Yeah, uh, redacted. <laughs> redacted. Apollo Redacted. What happened to Apollo Crews' last name? Um, so I saw Terry Crews tweeted something. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much this is real and how much this is a work, but Terry Crews is basically saying that like him and the WWE could not come to terms on the use of of the crew's name, uh, which like, I think that's a joke because it's I, just a name. I don't know. Like Terry Crews doesn't do seem that. to make a lot of jokes on Twitter. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how much, like he, he had a series of things about it and it was just like, everything was just like very deadpan in his tone about it. Like, yeah. But then somebody pulled a tweet from like two years ago that was like, Hey, really proud of you. And I love the new name. Like do the name proud. Yeah. So, and then he was like, but like, I still got to get paid or something. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't really know how it worked. I mean, it was very clear that the WWE was like, this guy sort is, is, is a buff black man. Well, let's call him Cruz. Like their creativity is not very good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I like. We've talked about this. It was like a mix between Apollo Creed and Terry yeah, Crews. It was yeah. Apollo Crews. Yeah, not a great name, but now he's just Apollo. So that's fine. So the, there you go. The other thing I noticed about Apollo this week is I always feel like he's uh, he's very he's very buff, but he's like short. Oh yeah, he's real short. He's not. He's six one. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? I, I looked that up. I know he looks tiny. I'm shook. <laughs> That's how I felt about it too. This is crazy. Yeah, he's an enormous man. He's six one and and wide as a house. But oh compared to everybody else in the ring, yeah. Me, well, I mean, he walks me around with, uh, with Titus O'Neil all the time. And yeah, Titus and Titus O'Neil is nine, like nine feet one. Yeah, right. Let's see, Apollo. Charlotte Flair is also very tall. Bobby Roode is, I guess, doesn't seem particularly tall. Yeah. But Apollo Cruz, six one. Wow, crazy. Okay. 
This is really shaking my worldview to its core. Titus O'Neil, 6'6". Six, six. I thought so, he was taller. Yeah. I thought he was like a 6'9". Yeah, I expected a good 6'10". He's so lanky, a though. Nice, God, he does. He does got, he's, got, he's, got, he's got good length. Anyway. He'd play well for the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> he's got Nia, Nia Jax. <laughs> Nia Jax and Apollo. It's, it's, it's a term people use. It's used a lot in basketball for guys that have like really big wingspans. Okay, yeah. sure. Uh, Nia Jax and Apollo. <laughs> This was uh, kind of fun because Nia was just furious about the fact that Titus Worldwide was there as well, and Titus O'Neil and Dana Brooke were there, like yeah, trying to coach really Nia through the match. That and that was kind of a running theme through the match is that yeah. Nia was displeased, displeased, and she sort of blamed their loss on it. Oh, spoiler! The Robe Warriors oh, won, yeah. but you didn't watch the end of the match. No, I didn't Did get you, Matthew. Yeah, the uh, busy boy. So the Robe Warriors won. I, at one point, I'm, I I listened to it a few times because mm-hmm. I was trying to hear it. Uh, Bobby Roode was egging Nia on, and I'm pretty sure she said, I don't care about you and your old ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I do think I heard her say something earlier in the match, too, about like him being old or something like yeah, that, I, which I, is I, really funny I, for her to acknowledge that. She's young, though. Oh, yeah, she's young, like and 40. he's old, but like it's just like... It's like something that's never really like I've like it definitely has not been mentioned about Bobby Roode before the fact that he is thirty, especially be, or I'm 40. sorry he's forty, especially because he like just got to WWE. Yeah. So in the WWE world, he's like an infant. But like she's really good at playing like genuinely angry. Oh, and yeah, like for genuinely sure. like pissed about what's going yeah. on and just yeah. like annoyed at the situation, which I don't really love about her character. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish she was just like a more. Like, sometimes I feel like she's just, like, this intelligent person who is also a big unstoppable force, but then sometimes she's <laughs> yeah. just, like, the the person screaming shut up in the yeah. match and, like, yeah. yelling at everybody. You think you want her to, like, lean into more of that, like, intelligent side of her character? Yeah, I want her to be, thing. like, a normal person who's also pretty <laughs> fucking big and, and good at wrestling. And not of a person. Right. I think uh, you're in the wrong industry for that. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the match... Yeah. Uh, so, like I said, she kind of blamed uh, Titus Worldwide for the loss. And then at the end of the match, she really just laid into them. Really? And, and like, like... Like in a promo? Like... Sort of. Like, she took the mic from... Um, Titus? No. Alexa? Nope. Mm. Uh, Dana? No. Give me another one. Uh, who does... Who's the, the... Apollo? No, the the woman who does the interviews. Oh, uh, that might have been Charlie Caruso? It might have been. Renee Young? Blonde? Blonde? Blonde is probably Renee Young. Renee Young. She okay. took the mic from Renee Young, who I know, good sure. friends with her. Of course. Um, we go way back. Mm-hmm. So Naya took the mic from Renee, and the, yeah, she basically cut a promo about like how much she didn't like Titus Worldwide. Wow. And it's like, it made me wonder, is this something that's going to carry over into the the actual the show line. because Naya's story that was being told kind of abruptly got cut short right with uh, he who must not, must he not who be must named. not be named uh, Lord Voldemort mm-hmm. and uh, sorry I gotta go <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so I'm wondering if they're doing like a weird feud between Naya and Titus Worldwide I mean maybe it does I feel like it doesn't really make a lot of sense because like Dana isn't really actually wrestling right now and also definitely can't hold a right. candle to, to Nia. Oh, sure. But, I mean, I would love to see Titus O'Neil versus Nia Jax. <laughs> I think that would be a great match. Or Titus or, or uh, Nia versus Apollo. I think that would be great. What but, if what if Titus adopts Apollo and because <laughs> he needs to have a last name? And we just get a, <laughs> Apollo O'Neil. Apollo O'Neil. 
He'll just change his first name to Apollo. Apollo, <laughs> Apollo Neal. Um, that's that would be an interesting storyline. It wouldn't be the first time there would be you know daddy issues on on Monday Night Raw. They could tag against Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan when Jason Jordan makes his comeback. Oh gosh, if if and when daddy issues the match. Um, yeah, I Nia is great, but she does like. I, I've recently noticed that similar to, to the bronze, she's got kind of the Braun Strowman problem in that she just has very kind eyes. She also has a, like yeah. a dimple that like, even when she's grimacing, it kind of looks like she's smiling because she has this <laughs> dimple on her cheek. Uh, I would love to see her be more face at some point, but I mean, at the same time, like I'm loving where her character's going right now. I'm loving that they are like, they're billing her as, you know, the irresistible force. And she's like one of, you know, they're billing her as like one of the only people that can stand toe to toe with Asuka, which I think is like a really, really good spot for her. And I am super excited for their match at Elimination Chamber. I have a question about Asuka. What's that? Uh, so there was a promo, a mixed match challenge promo. It was Sasha Banks, not Sasha Flair. It was Sasha Banks and Claire Finn Mike. Balor, who yes. are a team. Mm-hmm. And they were cutting a promo on uh, Team Asuka. Asuka yes. and, and the Miz. Yes, Sorry, yes, I almost yes. I almost did that backwards. <laughs> Oxcum. <Awesome. laughs> Team Oxcum. Oh uh, boy. But but Sasha said that they are going to uh they're gonna beat him and it's gonna be uh Asuka's first loss. Oh and so that was interesting to me because as huh. we've already mathed uh-huh. out, the ending to the mixed match challenge should be WrestleMania. Correct. Asuka has a match at WrestleMania because she won the uh, Royal Rumble. Right, right. So if she loses in the Mixed Match Challenge... So m- my thinking is, she if they're really doing the finale of the Mixed Match Challenge at Royal Rumble, Asuka mm-hmm. can't be in two at matches. WrestleMania. Yes, sorry. She Asuka be can't be... Matches, really? You yeah. think so? I mean, I don't think it's a great idea, but she could. It's possible. I mean, I guess but if they do point. Mixed Match Challenges like the pre-show or something, or like right at the beginning... Yeah, and then... that's what I think they would do, regardless. Um, hmm, that's a really good would point. Would Asuka have two wins at WrestleMania, though? Why not? She's Asuka. She's Asuka. She's, she's awesome. awesome. She can do anything. She can, She's awesome. Asuka. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting point. I, I mean... The easy way to sort of logic their way out of this is that if um, the Miz gets pinned, yeah, and then it's like Oscar never lost kind of thing, and they and they, well, that would you know easily sort of play into the fiction. I don't necessarily agree with it, but you know, I get I get where they're coming from. I think that's the only way it would work, or else does this count as a loss? Well, on the other hand, she could lose at Elimination Chamber to Nia Jax, and then uh, and then it would not be her first loss. Hmm. So like Nia would get the rub of you know breaking the streak. But then, you know, that would still allow Sasha and Finn to move on in the, in the tournament. Because I think their match is on Tuesday, right? Uh, I believe so. So, you know, if she loses Sunday at Elimination Chamber and then loses again on Tuesday, hmm. a weird look hmm. for Asuka, but it could work. You know? Undefeated and then just lose and like just li- three and times in a row. losing streak starts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, that is a really good point, though. I mean, I guess if... if Sasha got the all clear to like say I'm going to give you your first loss, and that means that th- makes me think that they would count it as her first loss. Yeah, I, I but it want... was like a, a cell phone cam, one of those sure, selfie sure. cam videos. So. I mean, it still went on on all WWE's channels, so I, I would hope someone watched it ahead of time. <laughs> I I've, I'm imagining this, and I think it'd be really funny if like Sasha says that, and then like Finn just like looks back, he's like. Are you sure? Like, like oh, are you no. sure you can be here? I don't know. <laughs> she's like, she's really good. <laughs> she is really good. Have you seen her? She's real good. Um, so let's talk about the Elimination Chamber. Let's talk about the Elimination Chamber. We've got, so far we've only got f- five matches, which I don't know. 
Yeah. Let me look at this. Let me look at this this card. Uh, we've got here. this card here. It's I have it in order of what I think is least most boring to least boring, mm. I guess. Mm, interesting. Starting with a fight between Woken Matt Hardy and oh, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> a chill just ran down my spine. Not you, you're so spooked by this fight. Hey, hey. You're so scared that this fight is actually happening. I'm so scared. I uh, I just I'm so bored. <laughs> I'm so, so scared. I'm so bored. I'm so scared. So explain to me why Woken Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt are feuding. How did we get uh. here? That's my question. <laughs> That's my my uh, pay-per-view question. How did we get here? Um, Who the fuck knows with this one anymore? Yeah, I don't I don't. Who do really you think's going to win? Who do you... Do you care? There's something... No, I don't care. Uh, there's something about the... Uh, I did not know that Titus O'Neil and Apollo were facing Cesaro. I know. Famous. That's what news the fuck's that? Uh, something, something about, uh, about the, uh, oh, didn't Matt Hardy start breaking because he, like, got beat up by Bray Wyatt, and then, like, he said he spoke with the seven deities and yada yada. They kept interrupting each other. Uh, I'm the most powerful, and he said that, like, You? Yes, me. Um, I was just kind of working that in, (laughs) trying to remind you. Uh, Matt Hardy is saying, like, you know, our... Him and and Sister Abigail have been like fighting on the ethereal plane for their uh, whole life, or some some bullshit, or something like that, and uh, and yada yada. They're gonna fight and they're gonna settle it in the ring. There should be no costumes this time, aside from the normal ones, though. So that's. Do you think this is going to be? Oh, they're gonna fight at WrestleMania, aren't they? Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, got nothing better to do. Well, my question was: Is this gonna be the fight that break actually breaks one of them, not wakes one of them, but like breaks them of the spookiness? Interesting. Or is that gonna happen at WrestleMania? Hmm, I could see... Or is that not going to happen? I could see Bray getting the win at Elimination Chamber and then uh, Matt getting the win back at at WrestleMania. And then I think nothing will change and everything will go on to be boring. We'll so you think, boring. you think Bray's going to win this one? I'm going to say Bray's going to win this one. Okay, then I'm, I'm going to go... I'm picking a rare Bray Wyatt pay-per-view victory. Then I'm going to go with Matt. You. Go, <laughs> I'm going to win. No, I'm going to go with Matt just because I don't have any dogs in this fight. I don't have any... And you want to be contrarian. Yeah, I don't have any cares in this fight, and I want to be contrarian. Sure, fair enough. A fair point. Um, Okay, well, that was easy. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Titus O'Neil and Apollo. Uh, Ron, why is this happening? (laughs) I literally couldn't even tell you. Cool, me either. (laughs) We're a good wrestling podcast. Yeah, when was this announced? Um, I think... It's for the Tag Team Championship. Yeah, I mean, so... They're really trying to trying to put uh, at least Apollo over this Titus can't be, and Apollo. This can't be right. Oh wait, no, Apollo's not in the elimination chamber. Never mind. Yeah, I guess that the <laughs> this can't be right. This can't be right. He's Why not would doing this match be no, happening? This is this is a travesty. Um, they are really trying to seem to be like put over Titus worldwide as a bigger and bigger deal, which I think is cool. And I think specifically trying to put over Apollo as a bigger and bigger deal. He was like actually a fairly played a fairly central role in the build up to the elimination chamber match. Um, he looked good in, in his qualifying matches and like got moments to shine and stuff like that. I think he, he looked pretty good in the mixed match challenge too, from what I saw. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, but I don't think that this is where like the raw tag team division is like really struggling right now. There's nothing interesting going on whatsoever. Like, no, there's like two tag teams. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's the bar and then Titus worldwide. Who else is there? There's the revival and then there's the club. Oh, Okay, so there's the bar and Titus Worldwide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I do think that that I, I've I've heard that the club and the bar 
I'm sorry, the club and the revival are going to be like starting to get like higher, like closer to the top. The other thing that I think could happen fairly soon is I think that um, a couple teams, maybe a couple, maybe just one team from uh, NXT could show up. Uh, I think Authors of Pain just lost the title and they are like pretty due for a call up because they've been in NXT for a while. So I think that there could be some teams coming to, to Raw to shake things up pretty soon. Um, and, and I think that Cesaro and Seamus versus The Revival would be a great fucking feud. Here's the thing. When you Google Authors of Pain, mm. the next suggested shirt, the next suggested search is authors like Neil Gaiman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's some very good SEO. Uh, here, here's what I want to see. Okay. I want to see, first of all, I want to see Titus stop wrestling because <laughs> i don't think he's very good at wrestling I don't think he I th- he's either. a little old now he's lost a step and he's kind of slow sure i'm yeah. sure he was good back when he was in his prime he was fine uh, okay i don't think he's great now he's not he's that old he's not fun to watch i mean he's he's got to be in like his mid 40s right i don't think so no really he's got to be oh, like God. mid 30s titus o'neill yeah no yeah that guy's old our podcast has just become guessing it's just google he's searches just... he's 40 yeah, he's not in mid forties, but he's not mid thirties. He's not mid thirties. All right, you win again because I went. I was Price you is were, right rules. You two closer, for two, baby. Closer without going over. Anyway, I want to see okay. a feud between Titus O'Neil. I want to see Titus uh, recruit a few more people to Titus Worldwide because okay, sure. they're sort of like this face faction. Sure, sure. And I want to see Titus feuding with Paul Heyman. I want to see. Brock Lesnar gone in like six months. I want Brock Lesnar to be gone and I want Paul to kind of like, I want Paul to represent the bar. Ooh. Okay. And then I want Paul Heyman and Titus O'Neil to be feuding. And so it's (laughs) them and their opposing factions feuding. I think that would be really cool if you had like these promoters fighting, not like fighting. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I, th- I think it would be really good. I also like the idea of Paul Heyman's been the advocate, and then he starts working with the bar, <laughs> and they just become, like, the legal bar. <laughs> He's like, I have passed the bar, and I am ready to practice. That, they that's can make, great. They can Look, make t-shirts we for, wrote like, the gimmick. for, for the, the bar like for all firm. the different states. I passed the Minnesota bar. That would be like a law firm. Exactly. Oh, boy. Heyman and Heyman. Uh <laughs> Heyman and Shaman. <laughs> they just renamed Seamus, Shaman. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's probably some other puns I could make. There. Does Seamus have a last name? Uh, not in the fiction, I don't think. Probably in real life. Probably in real life. Who's, who's going to win this? It's going to be the bar, It's right? going to be the bar. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I can't like, even pretend to disagree with the, that the, the, re- the only reason this match is happening is because, like, Seth and Jason Jordan are done. Like, otherwise, that's what this feud would be. And so I, uh, Apollo and Titus are just here as a temporary sort of power vacuum. I would say there's either going to be, like, a team, like, runs in or something like that, whether that's, like, a current team or a, or a new debuting team to, like, set up towards WrestleMania. Or maybe they're just going to do, like, a fatal four-way thing at WrestleMania with the four tag teams or something stupid. Who knows? This match does not matter. Let's move on. Who do we got? We got Asuka versus Nia Jax. Singles match. We kind of alluded to this before. If Nia Jax and by wins, alluding to it, we, we mentioned We just it talked happening. about yeah. it. If Nia Jax wins, she will be added to WWE Raw Women's Championship match at WrestleMania 34. Who is currently slated to be Asuka versus whoever versus TBD? TBD. Yeah, uh, I feel two ways about this about this match. I okay. I there think, are only two ways to feel. Well, there's that. Um, 
I think that Asuka going into WrestleMania undefeated is a really good look. I think that Asuka going into WrestleMania undefeated and winning could be a really, really good look, too. And I think I've said before that it might make sense for, you know, like, Asuka to win, take the title, and then feud with Ronda Rousey. Um, However, I don't know that the WWE is super satisfied with how Asuka has been doing. And I worry, I think that the WWE... How so? Not in the ring. I think that the WWE has concerns that Asuka could carry a a marquee feud like this into WrestleMania, given the fact that she's not a native English speaker. And so I wonder if they would want to turn this Hmm. into a triple threat match. So you can get better promos. So that they can get better promos and better build up to it. And I think that uh, like Asuka's first like little promo after she won the Royal Rumble, I thought was really good. I think she did one this week. It was very bad. It was not so good. She definitely like got lost and kind of tripped over her words there a little bit. There were a lot of bad promos, like long, bad yeah, promos yeah. on both SmackDown and Raw this week. It was not great. It was not a great week for promos. Um, so, yeah, like a part of me wonders if Vince saw that and was just like, God damn it, we didn't get some other talent in here. How, di- how different is my Vince McMahon from my Booker T? Uh, it's pretty different. Pretty it's different, more, uh, cool. it's more, uh, clo- it's different. more mumbly, I guess. Mm. Whereas uh, your Booker is, it's they're both very throaty. Sure, but your yeah. Booker is more like open mouth, kind of boisterous, mm-hmm. and your Vince is more of a reserved kind of. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Um, they should be different. Anyway, I think that I could, <laughs> use, I think that I could easily see Vince being like, "This isn't working. Like, she can't talk. Let's get somebody that can." Because he's talk kind of here. a racist. Well, there's that. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so do you think Nia's going to win this? I. So you think it's going to be a, a triple threat match at WrestleMania? Right, and that's and that's, yeah, I think I'm going to say it because like, who like do you think Nia who do you think and Alexa? Fight? I think they'll fight Alexa. Because Raw. Because Raw, and I think it's just, like, Nia and Alexa have heat. Um, I don't, I think Charlotte, like, all signs point towards, I mean, Charlotte is going to be facing Ruby Riot at Fastlane, but I think that they're going to try and just keep that title. It seems so dumb. What a boring feud. I know. It's like, they've really tried to, like, build Ruby Riot versus Charlotte. And they're like the riot squad to be like something meaningful, but it is just like not there yet. And I just don't just, believe in Ruby Riot as a bad guy yet. Yeah, I don't either, and it, I don't think it's going to get there, which is a real, she's which more is like a real shame. Annoying little sister, like yeah, she just right. showed up and she's like picking on everybody, right, and it's right. like, come on, Ruby, just get out of here. She's also got like a a weird factor of like like she she sizes up really well with like pretty much everybody on the roster except for Charlotte. Oh yeah, and like. Well, Charlotte isn't billed as like an unstoppable monster like Naya. So like like I think Ruby and Oscar are probably like pretty comparably sized, but like Oscar versus Nia Jax makes sense, whereas like somehow in my brain Charlotte versus Ruby Riot makes no sense whatsoever to me. Like, I don't think it's a size thing though. It's I think it's more about like uh like proof of concept. Yeah. Like well, you yeah, you, you know that Naya and Oscar are both good wrestlers or at least asuka is a good wrestler and yeah. naya is big enough to stand against her yeah whereas ruby riot is she seems like she's probably a good wrestler yeah. but no, i haven't I think really she, i think i think that she is and i I've, i keep meaning to like look up more about her background because i know that she was like in the indies for a while and when she came to nxt it was a pretty like oh cool like that's that's a lauded move kind of thing um but, but the thing is charlotte's big and I know she's a good wrestler. Exactly. She, exactly. she has stature. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I do think that your point about, like, there hasn't been the build up there is, like, this size might not matter if, like, 
Ruby Riot had been built up to be a larger than life fixture, uh, figure. I think that they really fucked this up by having Absolution and the it's Riot It's literally squad. the same storyline going so on confusing. both shows. It's so confusing. Both of them have been executed poorly. Absolution, both of them are led by a dark-haired, very pale woman. Yeah, right. Like, it's literally mirrored. It's Yeah, it's insane. And, like, the fact that they did them both at the same time, I think, probably made it pretty confusing for a lot of, like viewers and also the fact that like absolution suddenly got derailed by this whole like other story about page i think like really which like that's out of wwe's control no fault of their own but like i just neither of them really like created that much chaos either which is like yeah i think the whole thing like ruby riot should have been like showing up in like like they should, I, honestly, they should have been like fucking Pussy Riot or something like that and showed up in ski masks all the time and just started beating the shit out of people and then like taking off and leaving. And then finally they get like unmasked to be this faction and then that like ends up being... Rather than them just showing up. It would have been cool if they did more like beating up in the locker room or yeah. like just outside of a venue at home, shit like that. And like, also like songs about how Putin's an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Like I think it really would have developed their characters a bit. Putin an asshole. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. Probably somewhere. That a 12-year-old can write. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, I guess I'm going to say, I guess because Ruby Riot, I'm going to say Nia Jax wins this one. I can't believe Because Ruby Riot. Yeah, it was just that way. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go Doesn't with Asuka, again, to be contrarian. Now, I think you're probably right. We have two big matches. The Elimination Chamber for, for there boys. There is other, one other big event in this card. Which is not on this list. We'll get to that. Okay, sure. There's there's the Elimination Chamber for boys and the Elimination Chamber for girls. Yes. Uh, I don't have very many opinions about the boys' match. I have a lot about I the girls' match. I am very excited for you to see this match. It's kooky and fun. I don't know how the Elimination Chamber works, yeah. but I'm very excited to they talk also, about it. Last year, they shot it extremely well, which is a very dorky thing, but like they did a lot of cool things where they like put GoPros in different parts of the you cages. You think the WWE like can manage it twice in, twice in a row? It's It would be a miracle for them. Or it, like It's either going to be really, really sweet like it was last year, or it's going to be the Punjabi prison part two, and just no one can see anything and have any idea what the fuck's going on. Okay, so let's start with the women's match. We've got... Okay, good, because I texted you earlier. Ah, yes, And I told you that I figured out wrestling and I have some theories. Matt, just before we... Okay, women's elimination chamber match. It's Alexa Bliss, the current champion, versus Bailey, versus Mandy Rose, versus Mickey James, versus Sasha Banks, versus Sonya Deville. Yep. uh, For the women's championship. Yes. Winner gets the title. Yes. Who do you think is going to win? I think Alexa Bliss is going to win. Alexa Bliss. Okay. You are wrong. Okay. (laughs) Do you know who's going to win? Who? Ronda Rousey. Wow. Interesting. So the other event that you mentioned, (laughs) the other event that you mentioned is Ronda Rousey is signing her raw contract at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view event. Yeah. Yeah. This year, for the first time ever, the men's Elimination Chamber pay-per-view event is a seven-person match. Yep. And I believe that the women's match is also going to be seven people. Interesting. I think the signing is going to happen right before the match. I think Ronda is going to get in it. She's going to win it, and then it's going to be Asuka versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. Wow, that's pretty good, Ron. That's Mm. pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you. Um, Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, but... Oh, it's going to (laughs) happen. I'm the Nostradamus of wrestling. The Nostradamus of wrestling. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's pretty good. I could definitely like it. Hundred percent, it's gonna happen. It's a good. It's a good. I mean, okay. So 
everybody is talking that Ronda Rousey is going to, her first match is going to be at WrestleMania. And her it's first match be- as champion is going to be at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that it's going to be her versus Stephanie and some combination of gentlemen, um, Triple H and some wh- whoever the most successful actor that can wrestle they can hire. So probably Dwayne The Rock or John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of people are saying The Rock's probably going to be busy. He's got Rampage coming out. And he's got Skyscraper coming out. Oh. He's got uh, probably Those a, already filmed. a new season of Ballers to do or something like that. Who knows? He's a busy man. He's a very, very strong boy. Um yeah, I, but I, I like it does make a lot of sense because it's a multi-person match, so it doesn't like. I mean, the spotlight will be on her, but at the same time, she doesn't. It, she doesn't have to carry a match, and so it's it is a good way for her to sort of like get some some I don't know some ring time. Do you know what she will have to carry though? What's that? Is the, the belt yes, out, okay, out of the very ring? Good, very good <laughs> Thank job. You. Yes, Thank you. Very nice. I think that that's a real disservice to Alexa, who has done like a great job carrying the championship. But I mean, maybe that could give you know Alexa and. And uh, Ronda some heat. Okay, well, it's I, a really good idea though because they haven't announced who Oscar's going to face. Exactly. Very, very sort of like like it looks like they have no idea what they're doing, but maybe they do know what they're doing and they've got something up their yeah, sleeve. My it's other thought move, that right? I just had, I just had a good thought. Mm. You said Nia's going to beat Alexa or Oscar uh, here. Yeah, this is what I believe. That might happen, and it might become a fatal four way at WrestleMania. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Oscar, Alexa. Naya and uh, which again, the champion Ronda Rousey. Which again, uh, multi-person match means that you know Ronda doesn't have to necessarily like carry the whole match or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. Wow, that's a bold claim, Ron. And it's an accurate one, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Only time will tell. Uh, wow, that's fascinating. I don't think that there is much else. The the only like real storyline around this match is the fact that Alexa is mad that she has to defend her title at all, which. If Ronda Rousey suddenly gets shocked in the match, like furthers her sort of like anger at the establishment, which could be a good feud in and of itself. Maybe, maybe it'll be Alexa versus Stephanie and Triple H or something like that at, at WrestleMania. Yeah, that'd go really well for Alexa, huh? Yeah, right. Great. <laughs> is um, Stephanie a good wrestler? I feel like she's not. Is no, she? She's not. She's. I mean, she's fine. But like. was she ever actually like an on roster wrestler? Or has, yes. Has she always been more yeah. of a special well, event? Well, I guess it was always. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to say because Stephanie's era was when not a lot of real wrestling was happening with with the women. Sure. It was a lot of like like slapping and and Braun Penny's matches and stuff like that. I do remember. Hey, daughter. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I want you to do. That's a weird thing. Um, there, I do remember that in some of the earlier WWE video games that I played, Stephanie, like everybody, you could like create a wrestler and they had like custom moves and stuff like that. And one sure. of Stephanie's custom moves was like a, a slap that like was more pronounced than like any other person. And it was like a, they did a whole thing where she would like bring her shoulders back and then like really like wind up with her hand and slap someone. <laughs> and I just punched my, my lamp. Punched your lamp. <laughs> Thank Sorry you. about your lamp. <laughs> um, but it was for like the N sixty four, so it's like got those like crappy blocky graphics. Sure. But it was really fun to create a like a big huge brawny male wrestler and have them do this the like they stick out their pecs <laughs> and then do this like funny little slap thing. So that's mostly what I know about Stephanie's wrestling abilities. Was was Shane McMahon ever an actual full time roster wrestler boy, or was he always again like I Stephanie? think he was he was closer to full time. I mean he he I think held the hardcore championship for a while. Oh, okay. uh, if memory serves me correctly, he definitely worked a lot more matches i mean he's always been kind of the stunt guy like, right yeah you know jumped off titan trons jumped off hell in the cell all that kind of he jumped off the stuff. titan tron yeah dude it was wild How <laughs> in, far? A, in a match with uh with i think it
think Brian Pillman, if I remember correctly. Who else is that? Oh no, Steve Blackman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pretty similar names. I think, but you can see how I get confused. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman in a match with Hugh Jackman. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, Braun Strowman, at least as tall as Helen Cell, I would say it was. It was pretty high up there. But they did this thing where uh, Blackman was like chasing him up the Titan Tron with a kendo stick and like just beating him in the legs, and then eventually he just like he just like collapsed and like fell backwards. It was crazy. Oh, so he didn't like elbow drop on. No, his no, body. he like fell off of it. Like it was not. Like, what did he land on? Just like crash pads and stuff like that. Like well, I mean, he landed in like a big like th- like it looked like he went through like a bunch of tables, but it was like very clear that it was just okay. a bunch of padding and stuff like that. He was fine. He was fine. Oh, that's. I mean, I could do that fall. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> you especially with your fear of heights I, could I never would, do that fall. I, I would shit and die halfway down. They would have to like lift, hoist you up in a crane to get you off the ground, <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow like let go of that chain. Anyway, um, an interesting theory, Ron. We'll see it. We'll see how it plays out here. Um, yep. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm much more excited about this match now. That didn't really have a lot of build up too. I also think that uh, Ronda Rousey versus Sonya Deville, given that they both are sort of MMA style fighters, that'll that'll be a good look. That'll look fun. You know, so this is on Sunday, which is when this yes. episode is releasing. Yes. So yesterday in in radio time. Mm, yes. But Saturday in our time, we're going to a house show. Yeah, we are. And it's a Raw house show. It is a Raw house show. The day before this Raw pay per view. So I mean. We can just ask Asuka there. Ah, I guess that's true. She'll just say, no one's ready for Asuka. She'll say, no one's just ready. Very, just very casually. No, <laughs> no one's ready for Asuka. No one's ready for Asuka. Uh, yeah, Ronda Rousey is going to Rousey's gonna sign the thing okay. right before the match. It, it, it's it's going to be a big event. It's going to be, oh, wait, stick around to the end of the show, and Ronda Rousey will sign the contract and make her debut, blah, blah, blah. And then it's going to be a sudden, like, wait. I'm signing now. I want to get in this elimination no, chamber. No, I do think that they're going to... They already have the chamber built for seven people. Well, here's the thing. I think that the chamber is built for the normal amount of people still. Because someone in commentary mentioned that there's gonna it's going to start with three people in the ring for the men's match. That's going to start with three? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, which will be a little, a little crazy. So, um, so, yeah, I don't think they're building a fifth pod. But I also think the contract signing will be a thing, like, in the middle of the show. Because they usually, like, they always, like, make a big deal out of contract signings. It's like they bring out a table and, like, you know, they cut some promos and stuff like sure. that. So I don't think it's going to be just, like, a stick around to the end of the show kind of thing. They'll close the show with a match for sure. Um, almost certainly the men's match. But, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't entirely disagree with your theory here. I'm skeptical. I'm very skeptical. Oh, I'm 100% bought in. Sure. I this don't really it. feel like this is you. I don't think you've figured out wrestling no which is how you solved the riddle okay i've solved the wrestling riddle riddle. okay all right i guess if if you're right then show's over so show's over yeah uh i'm I'm so excited about uh about ronda rousey beating alexa bliss and then me never recording an episode of the show again (laughs) everything thank you ronda everything you could ever for your support uh let's talk about the main event here what's the it's the men's elimination chamber match uh, the winner goes on to face Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania 34 in Nolens. We got Braun Strowman. We got Elias. We got Finn Balor. We got John Cena. We got Roman Reigns. We got Seth Rollins. We got The Miz. Here's what we know. The Miz is entering first. Elias is entering last. And all hell breaks loose between there. We have no idea what's going to happen between there. Okay. The Miz enters first. Sure. But there are two other guys entering first. 
Yes. Yes. So what? Why is it a big deal that the Miz is entering first? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, he doesn't, it, it he doesn't would... stand there and punch himself in the face for <laughs> like two minutes until. If anybody could make that entertaining, though, it's right. the Miz. So I mean, I, like I get it. Like you don't want to enter first, but in reality, you don't want to enter second or in this case third either. Right. Exactly. So it's... do we know who's starting it off? We do not. Uh, not not to my knowledge, unless that's been announced and I have been on radio silence and haven't heard it or something like that. Um. But yeah, I mean, the whole thing was like, like John Cena and The Miz were like talking some crap at each other, and then it was like, I'll tell you what, let's like make this kind of interesting. It almost seemed like it was sort of a friendly wager of sorts, where they were just like, whoever wins this match has to enter first and has the has the hardest road to WrestleMania TM. Sure, but then who? who but then where the, does person the other that guy enters second yeah. and third, like also have the hardest road to to WrestleMania TM. So who uh, who cares? So Just I meant to matter. do a little more research and watch a previous uh, Elimination Chamber. I'm match really today. glad you didn't because it's a real hoot, man. I want you to break it down for me though. So these guys are okay. in pods within the chamber. Yeah. So the way it works is you've got your ring, right? Yes. Around the ring. Is a is if I remember correctly a circular cage that is built. Yes, I saw it. pictures of it. it. Looks like like a big dome kind of. Yeah, sure. And then what they do is they extend out the ring surface with like metal grates. Okay. So basically, it ends up making the, the the ring posts and the rope stay in the middle, but there's not like a drop off at the edge of of the ring like there usually is. Sure. You follow me? Then in each turnbuckle. Uh, behind each corner, yeah. there is a pod. It's like just got like plexiglass doors on it. It's got a flat top. Okay. Um, it's a pod. Like kid and play. Uh, sure. Yeah. I don't really remember them being in pods, but. Okay. Okay, cool. They um, had flat tops. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Good job. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, the pods have doors. And then what happens My is... My cuts are getting deeper and deeper, <laughs> apparently. Um, at, at various points in the match, I don't think that they put them on like a set timer. Like in the Royal Rumble, it's like, quote unquote, every two minutes or whatever. But okay. in uh, in the Illumination Chamber, I think it's just sort of like at random, uh, more people will enter the ring. But and, is it like at random, the 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 doors will open? Yes, the, yes. What, what so they do... like automatic? Is it... Yeah, what they do is typically a... Uh, they go to like an overhead shot of the ring and then they actually like have these bright lights that like flash and there's like one for each pod kind of thing. And then it's like one of them, like they like flashing around, there's like a little music playing and then finally one of them stops and like puts one of the pods under spotlight and then the door automatically opens and they come out. And so it's like a, fray. like a no whammies kind it of thing. It is, it is. It's sort of, okay. sort of like a real game show element to it. Now, to my knowledge, there's not one that I can remember in which we knew who was coming out last. So that adds a little bit less randomness to this because there's going to be three people in the ring and then three people enter the ring. And then the fourth person, you know, we know that they're going to come in last. That's gonna, kind of a weird element. I'm going to make a predict right now. Okay. Predict. Predict. Uh, Elias is not going to enter last. Some shit's going to happen. His pod's going to open or somebody's mm. going to break through his pod. That would he, be an interesting because he's excited. His whole his whole his whole plan is I'm going to wait for everybody to beat each other up and then I'm going to come out and pin somebody. You know, it's a good plan. It is a great plan. That's what it's probably what I would do if I was in. I'm just uh, just throwing it out there. Sure. Side side theory. Mm-hmm. Elias is not going to enter last. I bet that he's going to not by his own doing. He's going to play songs in his pod the entire time. <laughs> okay, that'd be good. <laughs> that'd be pretty good. Um, how do you get elimination? Elimination? Uh, elimination? You get uh, pinfall or submission. Typical sort of just match. So it's there. like one at a time you yeah. mm-hmm. get knocked out. And then you get eliminated, and then they open up a door and, like, roll you out of the ring and then lock it up again. Okay. So, yeah, that's the way it, the whole thing, the whole shebang works. And so 
So in the women's match, it's for the women's championship. Correct. So would it be the person who pins Alexa, or is it just the last woman standing? It's the last woman standing. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, it's not just like you would, you know, whoever pins so, Alexa wins or whatever. So if Alexa gets pinned first That'd be an person. interesting dynamic, though, of like, if as soon as Alexa gets pinned, the person that pinned her becomes the new champion, and then she has to survive. But oh, if she gets wow. pinned during the match, someone else gets crowned the champion. Wow. That's a good That's, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I, I'd like that to happen, actually. Um, no, but my, my, my question was, so if she gets pinned the first person, then yep. she's just out. She's just out. Yeah, and so the Tough championship shit. is just in the air. Yeah. And, and like she just has to watch. It. I mean, I think like any of these, like a fatal four-way is the same sort of way. If like you don't have to pin the champion to win, you just have to be the last person standing sort of thing. Any kind of elimination. But I, I thought in a fatal four-way, you just had to pin somebody. Or you make somebody tap out. Well, like you don't yes, have to eliminate all yes. of them. Yes. Uh, there's Fatal 4-Way Elimination matches and then Fatal 4-Way Regular Edition matches. Oh, boy. So, um, yeah. Any, I, I guess I should say any of these like, elimination-style matches I think are really interesting because it basically means that the title is completely up for grabs when the match starts. I mean, I guess like a, you know, even a non-elimination one is the same rules of like, like you know... In the in the Fatal Five way at Fastlane, Baron Corbin could pin Dolph Ziggler to become the WWE champion, which you know it's it's a huge disadvantage to the champion, but it's an interesting sort of dynamic, an interesting sort of match structure. Um, Ron, who do you think is going to win this match? Ah, uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. No, this you is had your the good man. pick saved up. Okay, so well they they let's let's take it a step back. Okay, because sure. I don't know who I think is going to win. Sure. I need to. Kind of suss some things out. I need to break suss it, it down. Out. Suss it out, yeah. This past week, mm-hmm. they had a match. It was basically this match, oh. right? Oh, they had the gauntlet. Oh, man, the gauntlet What match. was the deal with the gauntlet match? The gauntlet match, there was no real reason to it. It was just sort of a preview. The the, the commentators kept talking about, like, whoever wins this uh, and whoever does the most damage in this match is going to walk away with, like, some serious momentum going into the Elimination Chamber. They'll have sort of the X factor. And Seth Rollins it. survived for, like, an hour, right? Yeah, Seth Rollins wrestled for 65 minutes, which, as Uprox reported was more time than Brock Lesnar has wrestled in all of 2018. Or, sorry, in all of 2017. Like, since WrestleMania 33. Wow. Uh, Seth Rollins wrestled more than Brock Lesnar in one night. Well, is it, couldn't you say Finn Balor did that at the uh, Royal Rumble then? Uh, you could, but, like, this was much more like, like, Seth was actually wrestling for sure. an hour. It was That's three impressive. consecutive matches. He's a wow. fucking god amongst men. He is CrossFit Jesus incarnate. Okay. I love Who him. won this? Who won the gauntlet match? Yeah. Braun. 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 Braun Lesnar. Braun Strowman. Braun Lesman. Braun Lesman. Braun uh, Strowman won this match. So he's not going to win the actual thing. So, well... That's how that works, well, right? Well, I mean, yeah, typically. That's what, that's what a thought, betting man would say. I thought, I thought Braun didn't win, but then he beat some guys up at the end. Who did he beat? The Miz? Uh, yeah, I think he just beat The Miz. I think that's what happened. Oh, yeah, saying. and then he just kind of kept running power slamming them yeah and then he just yeah kept doing some sure stuff. so the miz was the last person to lose and john cena yelled from backstage and said "Bron, enjoy your moment Ron, do it do the do power it. slam do the thing do it ron with shinsuke do it hey shinsuke shinsuke now <laughs> it was very good so Braun won so he's Braun not gonna won. win this um uh, guess see, what i'm okay i'm gonna break it down okay the, right, miz, the miz isn't gonna win that's for sure. I want the Miz to win. I like the Miz. He's we not going to win. Uh, I like Braun Strowman. I want Braun Strowman to win, but he's not going to. Oh, this is to fight Brock Lesnar, huh? Yeah, Bork Lesnar. <sighs> the Cena's... obvious choice is Roman Reigns. 
The obvious choice is Roman Reigns. Right. Cena's not going to win. The Miz is not going to win. I mean... Here's what I think is going to happen. Let me, break, let me break this down for you. I think that The Miz is going to eliminate Finn Balor at some point in this match. And then I think The Miz is going to lose separately. I think that... Why is he going to eliminate Finn? Because that's going to set up Finn versus Miz for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. Okay. I think that Elias and John Cena are going to have a big role against each other in this match. Sure. And that's either going to set up John Cena versus Elias at WrestleMania or John Cena versus The Undertaker somehow at WrestleMania. <laughs> Unrelated. Um, I think that I think that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns are going to do one of two things. I think that they are either going to join forces and yes. unite in some way. Sure. Um, or they are going to go be at odds in this match. And I think that they could... It, it could lead to Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania or something like that. So Braun is the odd man out. And so I think Braun is the odd man out and Braun wins. Okay, here's the thing. I think that Brock is going to finally lose the title at WrestleMania. I agree wholeheartedly. I don't think he's going to lose it to Seth Rollins. I don't think he's going to lose it to Seth So Rollins. I don't think Seth Rollins is going to win. Correct. I know for a fact he's not going to lose it to The Miz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't think Elias is there. Nope, don't either. Finn has a chance because he was the first uh, Universal Champion. Finn, if Finn wins, it would be a bold but very, very good move, I think. I think Finn versus Brock would be an incredible match, and I think Finn, as a, a, like reclaiming the championship, would be a great story. However, they have ignored that story for a long, long time. Sorry, I cut you off. No, it's fine. You had more to say about it than I did. Sure. <laughs> I had more to say about a lot of things. It was generally that. Um, I don't think John Cena's going to win. I Fuck, man. It's... It's going to be Braun, Roman, or Finn. Yeah. And uh, I I don't think Braun's going to win because he won the gauntlet match, but it's got to be Braun because he's the most over guy. I mean, it's, it's, it's also very, very likely that it's Roman Reigns. Like, like Roman Reigns is the, is the prince who was promised. He is the, the, he's been, like, like, everybody since WrestleMania 33 thought that Roman Reigns was going to go to, on to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 34 and win. But Everybody's think, been thinking that's going to happen. But I think the WWE is finally acknowledging that they fucked up with Roman Reigns. Well, and, that and, that's, nobody... and that's my hope. Here's the thing is I don't think that they, they are going to acknowledge that they fucked up. I think that Roman versus Braun, like, people were actually into that. And I think that people will be much more into sure. that moving forward. So... The other thing that they could do is Roman wins the Elimination Chamber, Roman wins at WrestleMania, and then that starts Roman versus Braun. Like, Braun could show up at WrestleMania and, like, attack him after the match or something like that. Like, any number of things could happen. But I think the more interesting move is to give it to Braun. Like, he's, he's, your, he's your biggest ticket right now. Why not, why not go for it? I, th- I think, like, I think, he's, I think he's, he's shown that he's ready. I think he's been fantastic. I think give it to him. But what do I know? I'm just some fucking Who mark. do you think is going to win this? I think Braun Strayman. Braun Strayman. You think Braun's going to... Okay, then I'm going to give it to Roman. Okay. I'm going to... I'm, I'm being contrarian. Be right, but, ah, you know, I we'll hope I'm not, though. I hope you're right. I hope I'm right, too. I would oh, love to be right. I know. You love being right. I do love to be right. I love winning. You're going to be so wrong about the <laughs> women's one, though. It's unbelievable <laughs> that you didn't just buy in. It's true. I, I, I laid the cards in. out. I, I offered you a seat at the table. It's true. The table of Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Wow, I was just looking at <sighs> WrestleMania 33 to remember what happened last year, and it was uh, Brock Lesnar defeating Goldberg 
for the championship. I watched that at your house, and I don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, and then also Roman Reigns defeating The Undertaker. I do remember that. I don't remember uh, Goldberg being there. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that, too. He's getting inducted into the uh, into the Hall of Fame this year. Good for him. Good for him. It, it's it's time. It's it's his time. So who else? They announced somebody else who I didn't know. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Sure. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett is uh, was the president, I believe, of TNA for a long time. So actually, there's nice. apparently... Good. Uh, there is a lot of sort of like shock and awe from uh from from the wwe universe to see that jeff jarrett is is getting into the hall of fame it's also going to be really interesting to see if they acknowledge that at all it kind of makes me wonder that maybe wwe is just buying tna or something like that it wouldn't surprise me tna is doing very bad i think they own everything and are uh they've all been pulling the strings all along yeah it was them all along it was it was vince all along it was literally vince all along Oh boy! So that's it. That's the card. Unless yeah, that's the whole. They're probably going to secretly announce two more matches. Probably just to mess us up. They haven't really done much with the cruiserweights lately. So, oh, oh. actually, you know what? I think that they had said that the there's been like a tournament going on. Yeah, I know. I saw something on two of five live, and Who I knows? think the finals maybe are supposed to be at Elimination Chamber, or maybe they're supposed to be at WrestleMania. I think they're supposed to be at WrestleMania. I think. For some reason, I think they goofed, and the finals were supposed to be at Elimination Chamber, but they like they're like a couple they matches did the behind or something like that. Yeah, they just don't have enough people working on this show. No, I think something happened with uh, like one of their stories or like one of their wrestlers, and so they had to change it up a little bit. I see. I see. I think you're looking into it though. So I'm trying to look at the Elimination Chamber card, but I'm having a hard time. Yeah, that's it. That's all that's been announced. According to the Wikipedia page, there is not a tag team championship match at. Elimination Chamber. Uh, according to the Wikipedia page, six hours ago there was. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on there anymore. Really? Is it something yeah. else? No, there's just only four matches on here right now. Holy shit! That means that they they pulled it because I like when I put this document together for us, I just pull it from the Wikipedia. <laughs> that page. explains our confusion. <laughs> wow, it's really weird. I will say, I think something that is really cool about this Elimination Chamber is like the women are really front and center at this, and like, I, I mean. They they took center stage at Royal Rumble, and I think that it's really cool that it seems to be that that's actually moving forward. Like, Nia versus uh, Asuka is, you know, like, not related to the championship necessarily. It's just kind of its own thing. It's kind of its own feud. They have this Ronda Rousey moment happening, and they're having the first women's elimination chamber match. So that's pretty darn cool. A lot of exciting stuff. I like that they're doing more of the... Like, oh, th- this match has classically been an all-men's match, but now we, like, have a good enough women's roster and a built-out enough roster that we can uh, do it as a women's match as well. Yeah, totally. I think it's great. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting match. I hope no one—Sasha manages to always hurt herself so bad in all of her matches, and I just really hope that she, she's okay. <laughs> I think that we're going to set up uh, Sasha versus Bailey in this in this chamber. That's oh, you a, think the, uh, cool. the actual few—is there going to be a, a true Sasha heel turn? I think so. I, I like. I feel like she's I still want to see Dark Bailey, dude. I do too. I think it's a good, good look. Uh, it would be the unexpected move. Um, Maybe she'll yeah. join the Riot Squad <laughs> or the the the, the Page Quisition or whatever it's Page called. Page Quisition. Uh, it's also going to be really interesting to see like how this stuff builds up to WrestleMania because it seems that they're going to do another uh, like pretty significant roster shakeup um, after WrestleMania. Where oh they, yeah, like, are going to do a bunch of like brand shifting and stuff like that. Well... So. It's going to be think, interesting to see, like... When did the brand split happen? Uh, two or three years ago. 
I think they realize that people aren't into it. Dude, I'm super into it. I love the brand split. Yeah, but what did they announce about the pay-per-views? They announced that they're going to do all the pay-per-views as joint shows. Yeah. I think they just realized that trying to do this many pay-per-views is a bad idea. For no podcasters. For, for all podcasters, the poor podcasters mostly. out there. Yeah, it was really a treat for us. So yeah, there's only 12 uh, pay-per-views next year. Once a month, Once and they're, a month. Both, they're both shows. Just what I wanted to hear. Yes. Once a, one a month. It's exactly. great. It's perfect. Just enough wrestling. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, that's going to do it for us this week. We've run down the whole Elimination Chamber card. It's going to be very exciting, and also there's going to be a match with between Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, so <laughs> that's happening, there too. There may or may not be a uh, tag team championship may... match. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> there may or may not be a Cruiserweight match. We'll never know, uh, but you'll find out about it on the internet, not from us, because we are recording this episode on Thursday. <laughs> All the same. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, you can uh, see our, our, our tweets and our thoughts on the internet about this pay-per-view because we will be tweeting during the show and leading up to the show on Sunday. Uh, you can find us at Blind Tag Cast. You can also find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash blindtagcast. And you can just find us on our website, blindtagcast.com. It's a Tumblr. So if you're on Tumblr, you can uh, follow it. You can follow us. You, you can, can re-blog, re-blog us. Re-blog us. You can like our posts. Like. You can... You can it's do funny. whatever you do on Tumblr. You can ship us. That's you could ship us. You, on, on you could tell us about your OTPs mm, yes. or about your OCs. I still don't know what OTP means, and it's the second time you've mentioned it on the You're show. You're one true pairing. Ah, I see. It's OTC. No, OC is original content. Oh, I see. I got you. All right. Okay. Well, with that. <laughs> you <laughs> can draw Matt as a Sonic character. Oh, boy, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much to Small Parks for letting us... I thought us you were going to thank me. No. No. <laughs> never going to thank you, Ron. Uh, thank you very much to Small Parks for letting us use their song, Restless, as our internet music. Really appreciate that. And with that, my name is Matt Raddick, and I have been your face. My name is Ron Delvolano, and I've been your heel. We'll see you next week, and hey, happy Rusev Day. Because you fall